Welcome to the awesome Podmix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be talking about the seventh episode of Marvel Studios, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is The Retreat, written by Zeb Wells and directed by Anu Valia. It's the fourth series to have a Kevin Feige production credit after Hawkeye, Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel. Now that we've received confirmation about Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine in the MCU, I believe that the man fights with Metal Claws and Barbrol excerpt was pointing at Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. The episode opens with Josh's text which reads, I can't wait to see you. When Jen opens the text message, we take a look at some previous messages where Josh asks for Jen's address. Why? Why does he want her address? His response is, he would have to drive around her neighborhood screaming her name. How do you know where she lives? His revert reads, BRB gonna drive around all of LA. She laughs and gives him the address. Rookie mistake, Jen. You don't share your address with strangers like Josh. In one seamless shot, Jen shuts the door to change and instantly walks out wearing a summer dress. We proceed to see her eating string cheese from the refrigerator, drinking a shot, replacing some magazine with a book on the side table, and taking a selfie. This guy doesn't deserve you, Jen. Jen and Josh have a dinner date at a taco food truck. There's a QR code which takes you to Tales to Astonish 1959 issue number 48. Jen and Josh go on two more dates, including one at a drive-in movie theater. After they spend the night together, Josh ghosts Jen. I knew this guy was sketchy. At the GLKH office, Nikki asks Jen why did she not inform her about being nominated for Female Lawyer of the Year. Maybe that's where she'll wear the silver dress. Back at home, Jen is watching the Great Muppet Caper movie where Miss Piggy bends the prison bars. Jen is trying everything including yoga to distract herself from Josh. On a Sunday morning, Chuck Donnellan, Blonsky's parole officer, informs Jen about receiving a malfunction alert on Blonsky's inhibitor. He also wants Jen to accompany him just in case Blonsky has turned into the abomination. Jen makes the drive to Blonsky's retreat called Summer Twilights. Chuck recalibrates Blonsky's inhibitor. Blonsky mentions an incident about saving his favorite chicken, Princess Silkfeather, and that's when he got an electric shock. I thought he was making things up. It's very tough to believe this guy. When Jen is about to leave, Manbull and El Aguila destroy Jen's car, Prius Prime. Jen learns about their backstories and her response is, the backstories are unnecessary. When Manbull makes a mechanical bull joke, I was like, not bad. Jen tries to find a signal to call a tow truck. As Jen and Blonsky are moving around the retreat, they pass by a bunch of chickens and Blonsky says hi to Princess Silkfeather. Was this guy not lying? Blonsky offers Jen to go to the sweatyard. 
A yurt is a circular tent of felt or skins on a collapsible framework used by nomads in Mongolia, Serbia and Turkey. Jen manages to find a signal where Blonsky, Manbull, Elagela, Porcupine and Saracen, who thinks he's a vampire, are having a group therapy session. Behind Blonsky, we can see a board that reads, A Bomber's Stay. A Bomber's Stay is a combination of Abomination and Namaste. More boards read quotes by Blonsky. Seize your true power. Achieve everything. Today is today. Make your goal a reality. There's also a photo frame of Goddess Lakshmi and Lord Ganesh hung near the door. As per Hindu mythology, Goddess Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth and prosperity and Lord Ganesh is the god of beginnings. Manbull and El Agela are totally codependent, no matter how much they deny. When Wrecker makes an entrance after his session in the yurt, Jen breaks the fourth wall to ask if they previously earned him. Great use of fourth wall break. Jen doesn't care if they previously yawned him, she does it again. The text previously on appears on the black screen and we see a flashback of how Wrecker and his crew attacked Jen. Jen then turns into She-Hulk and tosses Wrecker across the room into some perfectly stacked chairs. Jen definitely wants to rip Wrecker to shreds. Blonsky suggests a different approach to sort her issues. Wrecker says he takes radical accountability for his actions and is sorry. Saying sorry is not accountable enough. You put in the work for it. Jen is invited to be a part of the support therapy group. Jen reveals Josh's story. The group points out her obvious text mistakes. Wrecker says Jen needs to consider the possibility that she was ghosted and Saracen says, or he wants your blood. I was instantly like, how do you know that? Then I realized Saracen thinks he's a vampire. He always needs someone's blood. Very smart writing there. Jen goes on to reveal how everyone likes She-Hulk. And Josh was someone who liked Jen. And now that he's ghosted her, it sucks. This support group is really sweet. They instantly consider Jen's enemy as their enemy. There's a very insightful line that El Aguila says. It hurts when someone rejects us because it reminds us of the times we reject ourselves. Like El Aguila rejected himself as a matador when he did matador some time back in college. We see a glimpse of that in the end credit illustrations. When Wrecker says maybe Jen needs to stop using She-Hulk as a protective shield and trust them with Jen. I was like, why? Do you still want her blood? I'm sorry, it's difficult for me to trust Wrecker at this point in time. The support group urges Jen to delete Josh's number. She complies, and I know this is going to bite her in the ass later. Speaking of ass, America's ass. Jen's phone contacts are filled with the crew members' names, along with Luke Jacobson, the designer. Jen says she's hurting for a yurtin. Everyone cheers for her when she steps out of the yurt. The tow truck arrives and the company's name is Slot, which is a reference to one of the She-Hulk comic writers, Dan Slot. Jen leaves the retreat with the tow truck carrying her Prius Prime. Three days earlier, Josh clones Jen's phone and clicks a picture of Jen sleeping. What a creep. Is he gonna post this on Intelligentsia? He doesn't know that Jen knows about the website Intelligentsia. Josh sends an emoji message to the Hulk King, suggesting that he succeeded in procuring Jen's blood. 
Josh leaves in the middle of the night. And we now know why he didn't respond to any of Jen's messages. Josh is the jerk of the highest order. I knew Jen shouldn't have trusted this Josh guy. It boils my blood. Ah! From now on, I'm going to refer to him as Josh the Jerk. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome pod mix page on Patreon, and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.